love me, yeah, they love me. First, love yourself. And God, we trust. Trust me, I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it took. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. It will also match your first deposit up to $100, and you get a special pick when you sign up. Of course, I'm Treasure Wilson, a.k.a. Stat Baby, along with your hosts, Mace and Cam. What's up, Killer? How you doing, man? You all right? Doing you good? great. Good. <laughs> what you got that face one for? <laughs> Ohio State, you know? Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. I, they, Ohio let me down all fucking weekend, man. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna stop being a homer and say what's right. <laughs> you know, they let me down, man, but... uh. Well, I guess when Maurice coming, he have yeah, a better explanation. Yeah, I'm going to save my conversation for Maurice. All right. Plus, they've been snitching on me and all to calling <laughs> yeah. you with information with lyrics and everything. It's crazy. You got more lyrics? Because <laughs> I got something. <laughs> I got a couple. <laughs> I, got, I got something that's going to beat all that. <laughs> and they sent me in. They said they need answers. <laughs> want me to go first? <laughs> this, okay. The people want to know. <laughs> the people want to know. <laughs> In, in 50 Cent's video, Window Shopping, what was your role exactly in that? What was my role? He, he took you shopping. They <laughs> 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 said he scooped you and took you shopping in the video. I, I, that, that's what they told me. I didn't see the video in a, in a while. <laughs> he said, I, I don't know. I'm just some sacks. I'm going to let you win today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you the DM. They said, yeah, the axe murder. Was, was, did he, I know he wasn't. Um, I know that nigga Don. Q, I ain't seen that. <laughs> nah, this wasn't Don Q. This was my man Pop Vasquez from the Bronx. Pop, uh, shout out to Pop. But, yeah, um, Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he from the Bronx. Yeah, yeah he's definitely from the Bronx. <laughs> Pop said, he said, well, ask him what's going on in this video. Because <laughs> he looked like he got, I actually didn't, I haven't seen the video in years. <laughs> so what you trying to say? It looked like he tried to take a shot. Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nigga, nigga, scoop murder. That's crazy, man. Boys, man. Oh, man. Pop, Pop, Vasquez, his name, he changed, they they blocked his page. You can see for obvious reasons. Dope seller self-clothing. I asked the question. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what response we got from it. (laughs) But I asked, I know you're going to come back tomorrow, Vicious, and I know y'all suck-ass niggas is going to call him way more shit. I already know. But uh, I asked him... um, Stat must have seen her recently because Stat doesn't watch a lot of old, old shit. You know, she has I a... So. I got tagged in it, too. That's oh, yeah, so, oh, so niggas is tagging? Oh, yeah. that's what happened, nigga. Yeah. Y'all some vicious world out there. Y'all, y'all know who side y'all on, man. But I asked the question. I don't know if you guys went shopping or not. <laughs> this is all pure hate because all my teams lost over the weekend, so I'm mad. I am not going to lie. I'm mad about it. Uh, Definitely yeah. And today we are joined with our football analyst, OJ. Juice. What's up, man? Hey, guys. You look like you were having a lot of fun. I couldn't hear any of it. Oh, okay. What's <laughs> up? How you doing, man? 
How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm hanging in there, buddy. I am hanging in there. It was a tough weekend, you know, watching my Bills. and uh, But my Niners were good. But it was a good weekend of football. Some great college football and football. How was how was your thanksgiving how was your Thanksgiving and your holidays? Oh, uh, it was great. I had a lot of relatives in town. Um, I made food here. Well, I didn't make it. My niece made it. Uh, but we actually went to two friends' house to two different dinners. But I I figured I need to have uh, leftovers at my house, so we cooked some at my house. Uh, you know, because we had a honey baked ham. I always like to promote it because. I used to own all the honey baked hams in L.A. County back in the day. <laughs> what what <laughs> you do know? you mean you own all the honey baked hams in L.A. County? Could you be more specific on that? What do you What do you mean? Well, you know, honey baked didn't really give franchises out. It was a honey-selling family, but there was a guy that worked for them in promotion, and they bought one of their, I don't know, nephews or someone in the business, and the two of them couldn't get along. So they told him um, he could get a franchise, but he had to open up at least three of them in L.A. County. Well, we ended up opening nine. He needed somebody with money to back him, and he had heard once that I was uh, trying to get a franchise. So we went into partnership. Um, I put up the money. Interesting thing, though, uh, I put up the money for the first one, never had to put up another dime. It made enough that each one we opened, we made enough to open another one and another one and another one. And at one point, we had nine of them. Niggas talk about which, OJ, you was doing that Shaq shit before Shaq. You've been getting this money a long <laughs> motherfucking time. And, and, you, and you always try to be very smooth the way you slide it. Well, well, you know, how was your Thanksgiving? Well, it was cool. We had honey baked ham. You know, I always promote that. Why are you promoting it? Because I owned all of them in <laughs> Southern LA. Because, you know, we franchised and flipped the franchises and that's how we did it. Now, let me ask you this yeah. real quick. Oh, or, and and yeah. not taking away from your stats because each week we learn something new about you. Are you a gold medalist, bronze, silver medalist? What exactly in the Olympics did you do? I didn't run. Uh, the problem was um, the Olympics was in September in Mexico Center, uh, Mexico City. I had come to SC on a football scholarship. We had won the national championship the year before, and obviously we were in the running this year, and I was a leading candidate for the Heisman. So it was a case of I had to play football. So while guys, some guys who I had actually beaten in the 100 meter and stuff, we're all at the Olympics. Uh, I was playing football at USC. Reason I'm asking this question, what's the subliminal with the shirt? Why are you wearing the shirt today? What, what is this USA about? What, what, are you, what are you trying to prove? Uh, no, I'm not trying to prove anything. Okay, but we okay, got just American make it sure. soldiers getting shot in northern, uh, you know, Israel. Right. We got, uh, you know, soldiers still getting, uh, some of them getting shot at, uh, in Eastern Europe, so it's just a USA thing. You know? I respect that, and I love I, yeah. and support all our soldiers uh, fighting the fight. We're definitely with you over there. Last question yeah. before we get into some sports, or unless Mace has some questions. No, um, no problem. What what size wine glass is that? Like, yo. Know. <laughs> No, it's actually, to be honest, it's not a wine glass. To be okay. honest, yeah. and it's not wine. What what is it? It's blueberry juice. 
Yeah, blueberry oh, juice man, is right. very healthy for you. I oh, if you think we think that's blueberry, yeah, <laughs> blueberry wine. <laughs> blueberry juice. You got to be on semi health kick here. Okay, cool. Blueberry is really good for you. What yeah. does it do? Oh, it helps your blood. You know, um, uh, it helps. You know, I've I've been dealing with some health issues lately. And so I'm trying to be on a completely um, uh, health kick. So I take my vitamins, I drink my blueberry juice, and, uh, you know, try to keep it going. Good. Drinking your blueberry <clears throat> juice in style. Stay healthy. Oh, we need you here, baby. <laughs> yes. right. yeah. So, you know, we got to start with the Bills. The Eagles beat the Bills 37 to 34 in overtime. Do you think the Eagles are the luckiest team in the league, or do you think they're really that good? OJ, your thoughts? Well, uh, I believe that great teams, and I mean teams that are great, um, find a way to win. Even when they get outplayed, they find a way to win. That's what uh, the Eagles have been doing all year this year. They they found a way to win. I've saw uh, Josh play a great game. I mean, an incredible game. Um, and what's interesting, if you look at Josh's record going back to that Super Bowl, the last time he has the ball, he always put the Bills in the lead. Problem is, there's time left for the other team when they get the ball. And of course, it was Patrick Mahomes, and this time it's uh, uh, Hurts. Uh, and, you know, I wasn't happy with, I thought the Bills was playing a version of like, you know, you remember in the old days when, when we used to say they, they play prevent defense and all it does is prevent you from winning? Well, it seems like, you know, when they had like third and four, the Bills' defense backs were playing 12 yards off the ball, you know? So, I mean, if I had to be a little critical, I would I would be a little critical of that. But but Hurts, man, I'm telling Jalen, he is he's a winner and uh, he marches them right down the field uh, much like, Patrick did in that Super Bowl. And now you, you do know, and I've said this, that the Bills have lost their two best defensive players, all pro Milano, uh, middle backer, all pro uh, Ladarius White, cornerback. Those are two of the most important positions on the defense. And when you lose two pro bowlers, your best two defensive players, it's going to hurt you down the line, especially when you're playing against a team like, I guess they got to play the 49ers coming up. Uh, Dallas coming up, and of course we saw what happened uh, this week against Philly. Uh, that's what I felt was going to hurt the Bills the rest of the way. Getting rid of that Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, was the best thing they did. Uh, since he's been gone, at least they're scoring 30 points again a game, and the offense looked a lot different. But the defense, unfortunately, um, it was a, less than two minutes in the game, and they couldn't couldn't hold them. I thought they'd at least hold them to a field goal, you know, and we'd stay in overtime, but uh, the boy took off. Hurts is, he's a winner. Hurts is a winner. And uh, because of how they win, no matter what's going on with them, I think this week, <laughs> they're the best team in football. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, I knew it. He's laughing before he even said it. Like, <laughs> I knew it. I already knew it was coming, man. Oh, did you think? Did you think that the Bills would be right here at the um, 
at this point in the season? When the when six the season first no started, way. did you think they would ever be six and six? Never, never. Mace, I I looked at that team. I saw them run through Miami in the beginning. I was at the game in the beginning of the season. They their defense just dominated Miami. And as I told you, you you know you win championships with defense. You sell tickets with offense, and you win championships with defense. And uh, when they lost those two key players. Uh, then I would have said I. I still I, I wouldn't have expected them to lose to uh, Denver. Uh, I don't know if I expected them to win this game. I probably didn't expect them to win this game. I was surprised they played so well on offense. Uh, but as I said, since they got rid of that Dorsey guy uh, as offensive coordinator, their offense looks great. But you know, uh, he got them a lead the last two or three times he had the ball. When he walked off the field, the Bills were leading. Uh, the defense just could not, you know, hold Hurts and uh, that crew. And that's an incredible crew, you know, with Brown and with Smith, receivers, eh? Swift running the ball, they're tough. Yeah, I actually was watching the game. I actually thought they were going to win that game. Yeah. But as I saw him running towards the end zone, I was really like, this is heartbreaking for the Bills, especially as as well as they played, especially when um the quarterback think he played hurts, outplayed hurts so well, then yeah. to lose this way is is heartbreaking. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. <laughs> I got to admit, I was I was hurt. Because <laughs> this was, was a game they were supposed it. to win. I mean, if you're looking no, at the I game, I'm trying to figure. I think they were three point dogs. I, I'm not sure, but I thought they were three point dogs going into the game. Uh, underdogs, but I, I could be wrong about that. Oh no, but. I'm not talking about the spread. Pause. I'm talking about yeah. when when you're looking at that that game in overtime, you're actually oh, yeah. probably thinking you. that Bills yeah. is about to pull this upset. Well, the worst part was the last play the Bills ran. Um, yeah, and Davis turned outside instead of inside. Now I thought, well, that was just you know both of them seeing it differently. But when I heard Davis and Olofsky, them on TV today, they spoke about it from a defensive point of view and a quarterback's point of view. And they said if they're in a zero coverage like that, he should have went inside. So but not uh, two guys who are, who are basically, uh, you know, uh, as knowledgeable as anybody. One, probably a defensive Hall of Fame, and Olofsky, who I listen to because I think he really understands the game of football and it, it communicates it well. They both agreed that with the zero coverage, there's no safety in the middle. He should have gone to the middle. But, you know, I well, You watch them niggas all you want, though. I don't watch them niggas. I watch the game. I don't need their opinion. <laughs> <laughs> what happened is this. With that last play that you guys are uh, for Buffalo, is look, he got to know the smoke is coming. Like, the blitz was coming. As a receiver, you got to look back. If your quarterback's going to be under pressure, it's up to you. Sometimes it may not be the app, the exact route that you're going to run, but you got man-to-man -man coverage, and niggas is coming in the blitz. Your quarterback going to let it go. You got to you gotta look at the ball. You got to pay attention. That nigga was running a route and not paying attention to the smoke coming towards his quarterback. So listen, as far as Buffalo is concerned, look, this, this has been going on since the 90s. Y'all one big disappointment after disappointment after disappointment. Y'all, we think you're going to go do good. Patrick Mahomes fucked you up. 
Jim Kelly and y'all boys back-to-back-to-back Super Bowls. Not saying it's easy to get to the Super Bowl. We know that from OJ because he's never been to a Super Bowl. So we know at the end of the day how good OJ is. And he's not no shade or nothing. No, I'm just saying you're, you was probably the best, you know, from the from the knowledge and due diligence I've done, you was the best player for a decade. I'm talking about in the NFL. I'm, I'm like, not even a question. They say, you. I, I did homework on you and they said, that you were the best player in the 70s. Like, I don't even know how that worked. Like, how a nigga be like, oh, no, from 2003 to 2006, it was COVID. Like, nigga said you were the best player in the 70s, period. So I'm just saying, as far as the disappointment with having the best football player in the 70s, and then I can't really count on what happened in the 80s. Then in the 90s, you go to four straight Super Bowls, don't win anything. Josh Allen comes along, it looks like hope. Then you got somebody who just is better than him and Patrick Mahomes. And then games like last night show me exactly the disappointment or how close Buffalo is always there or have some promise and it's always ending in bad luck for for um, Buffalo fans. On the other side yeah. of the coin, we got to start putting some respect on Jalen Hurst's name, bro. Like, we, yeah. we got we to oh, stop. Yeah. We got to stop naming all these quarterbacks and not putting his name in in the um, list of these quarterbacks. His last 17 games, he's 17, and pardon me, 16 and one. His last 29 games, he's 27 and two. Um, This season, he has four game-winning drives. You know what I'm saying? Um, He he has the second best percentage in comebacks when trailing by 10 points, only trailing Patrick Mahomes. We have to start mentioning his name when they, when we name in these quarterbacks, when we name the the Tua's and the Mahomes's and the Josh Allen's and the um, Joe Burrows, we have to start putting some respect on his name. As good as Philly is as a team, you have to put some respect on Jalen Hurts' name. So at the end of the day, as much as we want to blame Buffalo and say, oh, Buffalo didn't do this or Buffalo didn't do that, we have to look at what Philly and Jalen Hurts did. So I just want to say salute to Philly, Jalen Hurst is always good to laugh at Buffalo or OJ when he comes up here because OJ's really so <laughs> very much disappointed. But we have to stop ignoring what Jalen Hurts is doing right now. Well, I thought I made it clear that I thought they're the best team. <laughs> yeah, to, to, today. Today, today. Listen, man. No, what I'm saying is this it's it's obviously an obvious. That, you know, and not just standings-wise that Philly is the best team, but we always say Philly, Philly's good, Philly's 9-0, Philly's 8-0, Philly's 10-1, Philly's... Even last year, I think they went 12 games and they didn't lose their first game until Jalen Hurts got hurt. We, we constantly give saying Philly's really good and then we don't mention how good Jalen Hurts is leading the way. We, we take it as Philly as a whole... And we don't give him the the uh, flowers. He's uh, figuratively speaking that he deserves for leading in this team um, to where they're at. You know, it was a play last last uh, Sunday night, pardon me, and he threw it in double coverage, put it right in the guy's hands, man, right in the end zone, right before the half, I believe. Put it, much yeah. like that Alabama throw. Right, but it, but it went right in this guy. He didn't have to jump high for it, right through it. Look, that was a great pass. So I, I, I really want to don't put the focus on the Bills losing and more on Philadelphia winning. But um, we had this conversation over the weekend, Oh, and I'll ask you as well. 
because Mace asked me if, and Stat really asked the question, and and it got kind of. Uh, Mace answered it from a franchise, not a franchise point of view, from the team moving forward point of view. But I had kind of narrowed it down and I asked you this question. And my answer, I'll give you my answer before I asked you. Um, if, both, if, pardon me, if Buffalo lost this game this weekend, would they be out of it for the rest of the year? What I said was, no, I don't think they're going to be out of it the rest of the year, even if they lose this game, because all they need to do is sneak into a wild card spot and we still have plenty of football left and they have playoff experience. So I'm not going to say that their season is over, but a couple more of these, and look, we running out of weeks, man, and I really would like to see Buffalo. As much as I talk shit all, about them and all that, I like their team. I like Josh Allen. I like Diggs. I like what they got going on. You know, Vaughn Miller's the homie. Listen, I would really love to see Buffalo in the playoffs, so I'm not going to wipe them out because I think they have playoff experience that other teams that get to the playoffs may not. But, we got to fix this. We got we got about five, six weeks to clean this thing up, man. Well, so, it's uphill. They got the 49ers, mm-hmm. and they got the Cowboys to go through. So it's going to be an uphill battle. I'm not and really worried about the Cowboys, Jaylen, but go ahead. 49ers. everybody said that Jalen outplayed uh, Mahomes in the Super Bowl last year. And in my opinion, Jalen's the MVP this year. But as long as, as long as you get games like their Kansas City game, when the boy dropped the sure touchdown at the end of the game, um, uh, then uh, after that, even the tight end dropped a couple of tight end. I mean, uh, passes that were key first downs. See, that kind of stuff happens and people think they're lucky, but they're not lucky. They make their own luck. You know, the harder you work, the luckier you get. And I don't think anybody works harder than Jalen Hurts. So to answer the question, though, do you think that they're going to make the playoffs or is it over for them? this season, the Buffalo Bills? I wouldn't say it's over because I like the way their offensive play, offensive team played the last two uh, two games, but I think it's decidedly uphill. The 49ers will probably be favorite in that game, and I don't think Dallas would be favorite, but hey, Dallas is playing some good football right now. But uh, they're going to have to win. I, think, I don't know if they got five games left or something, but they're going to have to win, uh, win like four of them games. What you do know, you think? Let, let me ask Mace, what do you think after seeing the game this weekend as far as uh Buffalo season? I I don't think this season is over for them because they play so well, but then again, it can be kind of um catastrophic when you play your absolute best and lose. I think that's yeah. a mental thing. So, but I, I I will stand on what I said. If they do not win, if they do not win this year, it's gonna be it's gonna be over for that. I don't see them getting better than what they are right now. There's no, there's nobody else you should have to add to that team looking at their roster to win games. When you think of Vaughn Miller, you're talking about Josh Allen, you're talking about Diggs. Diggs actually had a good game. So when you got all these people playing well and you're still losing, that's why they fired the other guy. Yeah, and they and not only that, they gotta they gotta get a little bit more better run running running game identity as well. Like Josh Allen was the lead in Russia as well. So mm-hmm. um But they're running the ball better. They're yeah. running they ran thirty-eight times last week, something that would have never happened with that other offensive coordinator. And they, you know, they ran uh in this game, not as much as they did the previous game, but you know, I've been bitching for two years. Run the ball. Everyone said they had no running backs. But we see what Singletary is doing at Houston. 
You know, so they do have running back. They had running backs. I well, used to say yeah, you got yeah, running back. Yeah, yesterday was they were not they wasn't existing. You know, the the long the yeah. at longest on the average was three point three yards, and you know, um, yeah. Cook he he got sixteen carries for only forty three yards. Like I said, Josh Allen. I know one of them them runs was very was about 30, 35, 40 yards. I remember, but. It's not going to work. And like I said, they were right there, still could have won. But we can't have Josh Allen leading the team in rushing yards. I just want to put this on the record real quick. And I wish I could roll the tape because earlier on when we started this and we were talking about top quarterbacks, I did say that Jalen Hurts should be up there. And everybody acted like I was bugging. But the only <laughs> no, the only reason is stat. I'm not saying you didn't, yeah. but stat. You be thinking people cute and all that, so that's we can't be. We can't really Jaylen be taking it into consideration all. and all that even, shit. That's when you not think, even like, why yo, I chose when, any, when any girl says they going with Jalen Hurst, they like him. No, girls like him. Gabrielle no. Union disrespected no. to me. Dwayne Wade and was like that man is sexy as hell. That was wild disrespectful. So when girls say anything about Jalen Hurst, no disrespect. Not I know you know your dude does sports. You on top of it. You you help us out a lot. But I can't take any girl seriously that's talking about Jalen Hurst is one of them dudes. I I just can't. Girls like him too much. And listen, pause. If that's what I'm not, I don't know. You like him, you like him, but I'm just telling you, so you're not cute? Pause to you. Oh, Jalen Hurts is attractive, but that's not the reason right. why I said that he should be in the top conversation. Like I think he shows it on the field, and that's why now we're talking about it. But it had to be because I thought he he looked good. That's not even what I took into account for anything. Tell us but, before the season what you took into account. Um, the way he's been playing in his in his season last year. What do you mean? What, what was he doing exactly? Give me some numbers or something. What, yeah, what? I don't have exact numbers, oh. but his passing has been great. Like, yes, he has a great team, but he's a good leader. Like, that's what you want to see in a quarterback. And I say this every single time. Like, he's taking ownership for a team. Yes, they have a lot of skills that you would expect any other team to have, but He's shown us that he can lead the Eagles to, to victory. Ownership? Like he, yes, he makes mistakes. Yes, he's made interceptions a lot throughout this season. But even at the at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts, like OJ said, is going to win, and that's what he's shown no, us I mean, through what, and through to different you mean games. By leadership, like he's been a good leader according for what? his team, according to the scores, according to why the Eagles that's keep continuously player. winning. What makes him a no, good leader? No, that makes him a good leader because he's leading a his team to victory. So let me ask you this to chime in, Mace, because yeah. I want to ask you this. <laughs> <laughs> Steph Curry is is dynamic. You think he's the leader of the Golden State Warriors or Draymond Green? I still think Curry's the leader. What is you? What has he done to show you that he leads them? Besides being a great player. Well, I would also just take into account his composure. Like even when he's in situations, <laughs> no, like not, and that's not a distant Draymond. Like I, I think Draymond's a great player, but like no, I, I think, think that shows leader. leadership. No, I, yeah, I'm what's not the qualities of a leader? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. The qualities of a leader his that is, even when you're at your breaking point or you feel like you're going to lose, you keep a good composure and still play well. I think that's a good leader. So you can't act on emotions. His, you cannot act on is emotions. That a leadership when he throws his mouthpiece. That's that's him riding for his team. But like, oh. I'm not going to call that leader, leadership. There's oh, different. Okay. There's different aspects to it. But I've been saying this about Jalen Hurts for a minute now. I just had to put that on the record because yeah. And as far as the Bills, and OJ, right. I know that's your team. Right. Oh wait, what'd you say? You're, you're right Thank because you. he's a leader. <laughs> because all the other guys on that team. Look to him when things yes. are going bad. And he gets it done every him, single time. Just like Curry, 
They know he's going to hit that three. Uh, uh, they know this guy is going to do something good to help them. Hey, yo. The teammates all look at him as their team leader. And he, hey, yo. He hey, yo. Oh. Stat don't got no granddaddy issues, bro. She good. <laughs> <laughs> she all right, bro. She good. <laughs> she good, no, bro. No, me and OJ. The one time OJ would be like, you're right, bro. It's got to be something else. Thank you, OJ. Yeah, Thank you. Right, I just bro. had to put that on the record. She all right, And I appreciate bro. you supporting me, but to the bills. Oh, we don't support you? <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Support. That's what I was yeah. saying. I'm supporting my take. It's okay if we disagree. We always all disagree yeah, on different things. Things. No, that's a fact. That's why we ask. Don't, <laughs> oh, man, niggas don't support us crazy. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I have the utmost support. Uh, I'm just going to say real quick, though, OJ, no offense to your bills. I've lost hope in them. I just have to put that on the record. <laughs> but thanks for agreeing with my take. <laughs> Moving along. The Texans lost to the Jaguars 24 to 21. OJ, did you see this happening? Um, yeah. I uh, The Texans beat them the first time they played, and I've said this, uh, I, I'm sure on this show a few times, that when teams play each other twice and they're in the same division, it's hard to win both games, you know? Uh, um, you know, They normally split. I know when I was in Buffalo, we'd be split with Miami and splitting with New England, uh, uh, but, but we were all bad teams at that time, I must admit. But when teams play twice, especially a team that I thought, and I still think, Overall, is a better team, Jacksonville. Uh, even though I give all the respect to Houston, because that that uh, CJ Strode, I mean, what he's doing for those guys, and um, that other rookie tank, whatever his name is, the receiver. Those guys, they're playing ball, and uh, the coach has got him playing great defense. I think he's coach of the year. Um, um, you know, I do. I think he's good. The, the brother's doing a job down there, but. Uh, I wasn't surprised. I I ran both um, um, Lawrence and ETN on my fantasy team. I, I ran both of those guys on my fantasy team because I thought they would do well. Um, uh, uh, Lawrence did really well. He scored me 30-something points. So, um, ETN was just so-so. But I ran them because I thought they would have a good game against Houston. So I wasn't surprised that they beat Houston. Jacksonville. Then we. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Forgot <laughs> about that. No, stat, stat um, picked Jacksonville on on the yeah. weekend. So we showing our little love. But I did say I believe they could win. I don't know if she's going to acknowledge that. I have no comment. <laughs> she's feeling it today. <laughs> Um, I mean, Jackson, Jacksonville's still not my team, so, like, they're not my team, you but I was supporting we. them. You said we. Yes, because that's my hometown, but I'm not even going to get into that because all these people were like, how you don't know this street? How you don't? And I, you know what? Y'all got it. <laughs> but I was going to say that. I've I seen, I seen people in the comments talking about, stat talking about Jacksonville as wow. <laughs> I already seen it. They, like, like they, said, they didn't want to say cat, but they was like, they, they used the word wow. Like, stat trying to talk about Jacksonville is crazy. I just say, yeah, I'm on my business. <laughs> That's exactly, I seen that one. Actually, you reposted one of them. So <laughs> yeah, they like, word stat Jacksonville now. Okay, cool. <laughs> Look, as far as the game's concerned, as far as this whole weekend concerned, I'll, I'll say this, man. Ohio, y'all let me down every fucking way. Ohio State, you let me down. Fucking Cincinnati let me down. I even tried to go to Texas, CJ Strout, 
and go with him because he went to Ohio State. Y'all let me down this whole weekend. Y'all already calling Mace telling on me and shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop being a homer. I'm going to stop being a homer. I'm going to stop. Because I picked the Texans to win this game because our good start was playing with Ohio State. I'm trying to keep it Midwest. But I'm going to stop being a homer and call, call it like it is. Now, don't say all season I ain't been bigging y'all up. The whole fucking state, whether it's Cincinnati, whether it's uh, fucking uh, Cleveland, whether it's Columbus, whether it's Dayton, whether it's Springfield, whether it's the town may say I never mentioned none of the time. <laughs> listen, to Toledo, Ohio, right next to Detroit. Listen, the, the, the gig's up. If y'all don't got my back, I'm not going to have y'all back. Y'all not going to have Mace, Mace came up here today and said, I went Mr. Day for the world. No, and I picked <laughs> every wrong team because I tried to be with Ohio. I picked everything wrong this weekend. Everything. Just trying to stick with the whole team. The gig's up. The gig is up. I love y'all. I'm always going to represent y'all, but I'm not going to pick y'all just to be a homer. Period. That's that. I'm not going to do it. Listen, but back to the game real quick. They had a chance to win that game. Still. At the end yeah. of the game, they they still had a chance to win. Um, that field goal was nuts. Pause. Yeah. Oh, who are we, are we talking like about? Was... Ohio? Who are we talking about? The Texans. No, no, we're, we're talking, talking about, about the game. Texans you know, basically, I, yeah, the, reason I bought, the reason I bought the reason I bought I bought it up because Strout 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 went to Ohio State. So, you know, I kind of went with, you know, um, when Burrow, in case you, I don't know if you was here or not or when we talked about it. Basically, so you're caught up to speed, is that when Mace was trying to get on me about Joe Burrow, I said, well, I'm going with C.J. Stroud because he was from Ohio State. So I kind of been leaning on the Texans since Joe Burrow was out. And now this. So I'm just bringing you up to speed. That's the reason that I've been going with uh, the Texans. This, this week I went with them. But Stat and Mace being there both from Jacksonville, you know, <laughs> they, 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 uh, we tried I, to warn them. You know, yeah, they tried to warn me. <laughs> now, mind you, they were both born in Jacksonville. Mace moved to Harlem when he was six days old. Stat moved to Tampa when she was three hours old. <laughs> and they still want to be talking about Jacksonville. So I, I let them go with it. It's fine with me. It's all we good. We tried to warn them, oh, that's why I was quiet the whole time. I couldn't wait for him to get to yeah, this subject. Yeah, yeah, listen, man. I, I was wrong all weekend just trying to be a homer. What I will say is this, man, is that I, I think... um. Trevor Lawrence is coming into his own. Uh, he had a spectacular game. I was a big, big fan of his at Clemson when he was there. Um, I thought he was great when he was there as well. And finally seeing the Jaguars getting it together because it's been a little while, Yeah, it's kind of fun to see. It's kind of dope to see. Um, I'm not like going to act like I'm a big Jacksonville fan, but I think those are, that's a city... That, yeah. that needs to be in the playoffs. You know, it's not like it's a basketball team out there, anything else. I think they rally around the team. But all jokes aside, um, you know, with Ohio State and everything else, it's going to be fun to see what they do in the playoffs, man. But I, I, I think that Trevor Lawrence is finally coming into his own. He had a great game, 364 yards, and he looked good. He's been looking good all season. And what happens is Jacksonville has kind of been going over under the radar because how terribly they've been playing over the years, but then when you sit up there and you look, you're like, hold the fuck up. They they lead the division. They're eight yeah. and three. Wait a minute, it's only it's only six games left. So um we'll see how the the rest of the seasons goes the rest of the season goes for Jacksonville, but 
Don't sleep on them. They they looking really good this season. But it also shows a lot about C.J. Stroud because for him to even be able to keep up with Trevor Lawrence at this caliber for just being drafted says a lot about him as well. I mean, they only lost by a field goal that they missed. But yeah, shout out to C.J. Stroud. Shout out to Jacksonville. Still a Steelers fan. Got to make that. We gonna, yes, we gonna uh, shout out to Mace. You just regurgitated <laughs> everything I said on the weekend. Yeah, and what we gonna do? And what we gonna do is we gonna stop shouting losers out every minute. Talk about oh, it's a moral victory, and you know for him to keep up, and not just you, stat all of us. But we yeah, lay enough. Yo, lost, man, we we all do that shit, yo. But what I was saying was Mace did that the other weekend to me. To the guy we started to do this shit. Y'all lost. I thought we only fuck with the winners <laughs> up here. That's what I thought. And, all, and we all yeah, guilty shout of it. Yeah, out to Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm always, always sitting there saying. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville, the winner. Yeah, yeah, oh. Welcome to Tyler yeah, Town. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, not that somebody always... went to college in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Look, yeah, I, I got nothing to say, all. man. I got nothing to say. Look. You know, I, I really would love, we got to get our technology up because I, I would really love one day to have <laughs> you and Maurice Claret up here at the same time. <laughs> but you know, at the, at the end of the day, um, I'm listening to this nigga because he's my man. He's yeah. doing all this research. He got me pulling the Freddy mask out, all type of shit, man. Oh, you know, we got to deal with this later <laughs> in the week with Mace, man. You know, Mo switched up. I just wanted to tell you that. I, I saw Mo buying a Michigan hat. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I don't think my man gonna go that far. Didn't Maurice go to UCLA? Right? No, he, he went to Ohio, Ohio State. State. That's why I'm saying oh, this. Correct. Oh, that? Okay, yeah. I'm thinking about the little guy that played. All right, I'm thinking about No, that. he's on our show during the week. Yeah. Maurice Claret, Ohio State Ohio uh, National yeah, Champion. Got into a little yeah, trouble, right. resurrected his life now. He's doing great things, and he's on the show with us. But, um, yeah, you well, know, he's he, Ohio State. What is his problem? And one of his problems, he was listening to that dude. Well, where is he at? That dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? That's Jim Brown. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me giving Jim a birthday cake. Yeah. I'm going to get Jim a birthday cake. And then one last question before we go to break. The Panthers have only won one game this season, and as a result, their head coach, Frank Reich, was fired. Do you think they made the right decision? OJ first. Um, yeah, it, it, that was going nowhere. I don't even think Frank liked being there. Um, uh, I saw Frank, though, I, I, and I know I'm a little off the subject here, but I saw Frank lead one of the greatest comebacks in the history of football in a playoff game, I guess it was against Houston in Buffalo. They were down uh, going into halftime, like 31 to 6. They came out in the second half. The Bills didn't score with the ball. They scored. It was 34 to 6. Frank was a quarterback. Everybody thinks Jim Kelly was a quarterback. Frank led the Bills back on one of the all-time uh, greatest comebacks in a playoff game, and uh, they won that game. All right, enough of that. Frank didn't appear <laughs> as if he enjoyed being there. Yes, and he was doing nothing for Young. And I don't know if it's the owner's fault, the GM's fault, or his fault, but I feel so bad for Young because that boy's got skills, but he's got nothing. He's got no help. And he's not going to get any help next year because they traded away all their draft choices to Chicago. 
So Caleb Williams will be going to Chicago. Not that they would have drafted a quarterback if they had the number one pick. They probably would have gotten Harrison or some offensive lineman. But uh, I, it was time for him to go. I mean, they're one in seven or one in nine or whatever it is. You have to make some changes. Uh, the problem is this owner, it seems that's all he does. It seems like every year he's making changes. Yeah, but just oh, if you right if, if you didn't know this guy, and I just told you to close your eyes, it's one in ten. Does he keep the job? No, no, if, no. I I believe he had to go. Yeah, I believe he. I kind of believe he wanted to go. Yeah, his he's gonna his, get paid. They it, they they fired him, so he's gonna get millions of dollars. You know, he can go home and relax. Kick I, off, it, kick it, off. It, real quick, make some yaks. Oh, this is he gonna get more than the running backs? <laughs> you know, there's yeah. a couple words I had to yeah. use. Yeah. <laughs> Does he make more than the running backs out? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he makes way more than running. <laughs> My bad, mates. I didn't mean to cut no, that you. Was, that was good. Um, they're 29th in scoring, 29th in rushing offense, 30th in total offense. 30th in scoring defense and 30th in passing offense. There's no way he should get higher. Yeah, what do you think? Go. He got to go. No, like, he's got to go. I mean, he might be a decent offensive coordinator. He, he didn't show it there, obviously. But that team sucks. That team's got nothing. Horrible yeah. offensive line. Okay defense, but eh, not a great defense. But their offense, you know, who's their wide receivers? They got rid of us, uh, what is it, uh, uh, Moore. They let him go to Chicago. You know, uh, uh, they let <laughs> Christian McCaffrey go to the 49ers. You know, once they made those moves, you knew they weren't going nowhere. What I'll say is before we go to break, I don't really know this nigga. I, I ain't really been keeping up with him. I definitely ain't been keeping up with the Carolina Panthers. The most I know about the Carolina Panthers is there's a protest at the end of the year. This will not stop the protest. <laughs> it's firing this nigga. The protest will still go on. And lastly, what I'll say is another thing. I don't care what's going on when we shoot with you, OJ, and who we're talking about. You'll find a way for somebody to be related to the Buffalo Bills one way or another. I don't know how you do it every time that somebody has some type of relationship with the Buffalo Bills. That's all I heard you say. Well, you know he's with the Bills, right? <laughs> I don't know how you do it, man. At the greatest comeback in playoff history. That's what's up, man. So let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. This afternoon, the Rockets will play the Mavs. Underdog Fantasy has Fred Van Vliet at 17 and a half points. Do you have him higher or lower? Mace. I, he's going to have to get more points. Kyrie, he better get more points. I'm going to go lower. Okay. Jalen Green is at two three-pointers made. Do you have him higher or lower? Cam. Lower. Higher. Okay. And Luca is at 29 and a half points. Do you have him higher or lower? Cam. Higher. Higher. Make sure to download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your picks too. We are joined back with our football analyst, OJ. So let's get into the Broncos versus the Browns. The Broncos beat the Browns 29 to 12 with Deshaun Watson out. Can you see the Browns winning any more games? OJ first. Oh, uh, yeah. I think they're playing terrific football. Their defense is playing well. Uh, Russ is not making any mistakes. 
And the reason they brought uh, Sean Payton there is because Sean Payton is one of the great coaches. Uh, people forget that last year when Russ went there, everybody thought that team had everything they needed except the quarterback. Well, it's kind of turning out this year that that was right. They got uh, just about everything they need in other positions. They just didn't have a coach because we know that coach, uh, um, um, Aaron Rodgers is best friend. We know he can't coach it. At least it doesn't appear that he can coach. But uh, he came in. It took him, uh, after what happened last year, he took a team that everybody thought would be a winning team last year. He took those players. He somehow straightened Russ up, uh, um, putting him in an offense that he can't make a lot of mistakes in. And they're winning. They're winning. They're, they're playing really good football. And they've beaten some good teams, including my Bills. Yeah, your Bills is included. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you count this win, though, OJ, when, when they're winning against a Deshaun Wattless, um Browns? They don't have well, a quarterback. Win is win. Look, winning is winning. It's no matter who you play. I mean, look. Uh, you'll see some of the best teams. Look, I think it was Dallas lost to Arizona, didn't it? I mean, you will see that all the time. You'll see a bad team often will give a really good team, even a great team, a tough game. So those things happen. Cleveland, many people think, has the best defense in football. Uh, I know they, they're tough. That defense is tough. But uh, the bottom line is, as we said with Philadelphia, no matter how they play, no matter what happens, if guys are dropping passes, or guys turning the wrong way on passes, they win. That's the only thing that really matters. So, so how <laughs> great do you consider this game for uh, Russell Wilson when when he's thirteen for twenty two against such great defense? I'm not saying it's a great game for him. I'm saying he didn't make any major mistakes. What he was doing last year, giving the ball up to the other team. Uh, so the key is he wasn't hurting his team. That's what he was doing last year. And most of the time, that's what you want from a quarterback. Don't hurt us. All you right. know, there's nothing away. There's nothing wrong with throwing the ball away and having another down. There's nothing wrong with punting and getting good field positions. The worst thing is turning the ball over to them with an interception or a quarterback or fumble. And that's something he is not doing this year. So this was great management in your eyes? Well, they won. So it, I, I can't call it great. All I can say is they won. I attribute most of that to the coach, Sean Payton, and how he has that team playing. They're winning football. They have a winning record. Hey, you got to give them credit. Yeah, um, I have to agree with OJ on this. Look, at the end of the day, whatever's going to get a, a win – for the Broncos, being how being seeing seeing before the season started, how he was making fun of Sean Payton and and Russell Wilson, saying how he wanted to start kissing babies and get more thug life in them, pause and be tougher, and he he's a nice guy. I think Sean Payton figured out a way to Russell, work with Russell Wilson, and if it's him being a game manager, then fuck it. He's been a game manager the last couple of weeks to me. You know, like you said, Mace only 134 mm -hmm. yards. Um, but if you're getting the win, that's what counts. It got them over 500. And to be honest, in the wild card hunt, everybody's one or two games in or out, them included. So 
You got a bunch of teams that's six and five, a bunch of teams that's seven and four with six games left in the season. Uh, it could go either way. So look, yeah. let's, look, look how it would look if the Broncos slip into the playoffs and win the first and win the first round in the playoffs. We'll all be like, oh, shit, get the fuck out of here. Who would have thought? Yeah, this was a complete turnaround <laughs> from how they started. Right. So yeah. they they sneak into the playoffs. Like you, you said, get a wild card. They win their first game. And now everybody's talking about, well, Sean Payton, he, he's one of those coaches, and we can't count Russell Wilson out. He, <laughs> you know, he's a Super Bowl champion, and these he are the things. through to him and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and this is the things that takes. This is why it's 17 weeks in the football season, because we knew these two were weather the storm. That's, this, that's how niggas going to start talking. So mm-hmm. whatever it takes, you know, like I said, to agree with you, Juice, a win's a win, however it goes. Um, and they're a game or two. Or maybe three out of a playoff spot, and then and if once you get into the playoffs, it's, you know the movie is any given yeah. Sunday, yeah, or Monday, Anything. or Thursday, or Friday. Now, once in a while, the Ravens beat the Chargers twenty to ten. They are currently nine and three. Did you expect them to have this record, OJ? Uh, yes. I thought the Ravens was one of the three. Oh, my God, yeah. man. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, man. Come on, man. Please. Oh, no, no, stop. Oh, you did not expect them. No, man. That was going to come down to Cincinnati and and Baltimore. And Baltimore has been fortunate. Injuries. And you're going to ask me if I didn't think they would beat these guys? <laughs> I thought Anyways. Come down to Cincinnati and... First of all, do you realize uh, the, the next <laughs> yeah. coach that will probably get fired will probably be the San Diego coach. With I all can the see talent that. that they got. With all the talent they got, who have they beaten that was worth a darn? Nobody. So I don't think anybody will... Uh, I, I don't know what was the lineup, wasn't it? It's a lot of nine points. It's oh, something crazy. Oh, oh, they're, yeah, in, yeah. they're in L.A. They're not in San Diego anymore. No, you did not call this okay. as big as you can see. But go ahead. I'll finish up. I'll let you finish. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I, you know, don't get me wrong. I think there's some teams out there uh, that's going to give uh, Baltimore a hell of a game. Uh, but it wasn't going to be uh, the Chargers. I didn't see the Chargers doing it. I think the Chargers are the number one underperforming team in football. When you look at that, those players, those Pro Bowl players, those guys that they have, and a quarterback that is, I mean, the guy the guy could throw the ball. Very few guys in the league could throw the ball as well as he does. And when you have that kind of talent and you have the results that they're constantly getting, uh, I think that coach is the next one to go. What I'll say is this, I actually watched <laughs> I actually watched this whole game. And what I would love to know is what was the time of possession um between the Chargers and the Ravens? And I I, I didn't do the due diligence to study it or find out after the game was over, but it seemed like the Chargers had the ball the whole game. At least like the third quarter going into like the fourth quarter, they had it like eight, nine, maybe 10 minutes in a row. And it's not turning any points to where it's forced fumbles, uh, fumble recovery. Um, 
they had this they had the ball a lot and Baltimore was just making better plays. Baltimore was exceptionally well on defense. The OC for um what's the dude's name? The OC for for San Diego. I'm probably got me saying San Diego for the LA Chargers. He he got to go, bro. You know, yeah, you got to go. Whether it's the coach or the OC. At this point, I'm not even mad at the OC because him leaving. Because I was looking at the plays they're doing, and he comes from a college background from what I was um, learning when I started doing some research on him last night. And he's doing a lot of, you know, he did a few trick plays, you know, throw the ball backwards. You know, shit looked cute. But it looked like they would not throw the ball into the secondary. I, I watched the whole second half, a little bit of the first half. I did not see a pass for over 15 yards. I could be wrong, but I just did not see them throw the ball to the secondary. Now, I'm not saying that uh, Baltimore Ravens defense isn't good, but you got to take a chance. Yeah. It's like one of them niggas who trying to kill you by dust by a thousand <laughs> little, little this thousand little slits. Yeah. Like, yo, they're throwing two yards and trying to hope they run for seven or eight yards. I'm like, yo, are y'all going to throw it to the secondary ever in this game? And it just wasn't working. And I, th I blame that on the offensive coordinator. I haven't seen all the Chargers games this year, but the plays he was calling, I was disgusted. And I felt really bad for uh, Justin Herbert. The reason I felt bad is because he's such a spectacular player. And when I was looking at him, I was saying to myself, you're too nice of a guy. Because even, even when things wasn't going right, he, I mean, and that's what you're supposed to do. Leadership qualities, according to stat. <laughs> Gallop the troops. You know, bring them around, say, I know, rally everybody up. Look, I know things ain't going good. Let's go. Come on, y'all. It don't matter. You know, we 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 getting sacked. We're not getting any yardage. We found they're, they're doing good on third downs. They have some good third down completions. Rallying the troops up, get all the way down the field and don't get any points. I would be so, the look on my face would be disgusted, but Justin Herbert just seemed like he was cool with it. Yo, my nigga. You got to start showing that you got an attitude about this so management will, get picked up, will pick up on it and ownership will pick up on it because you're a great quarterback, but your talents are not going to be seen in the postseason with this with your crew as far as the OC yeah. and the head coach. OJ may be right about the head coach, but I was really focused on, uh, I believe the name is Kellen Moore, if I'm not mistaken, and I was sitting there from saying... Dallas. From Mark, Dallas. Huh? From Dallas. Oh, he's from Dallas, okay. He was in Dallas last year. Okay, but where was he from before Dallas? It was some. Yeah, I know. I know he played at uh, Boise, I think. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it was some. It was some. It was some college shit that I was looking at. Well, Boise, they did all. In Boise, they did all those trick plays. If you yeah, he coming from they that did, blue yeah, football field and shit out there, man. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> seeing blue. Yeah. So at the end of the day, man, Justin Herbert, you're gonna have to get an attitude because they're not gonna let you go anywhere. But if you want to put up with this, you got to put your foot down and talk to. Uh, management and if, if not management ownership because they need you. So, Cam, you know mm -hmm. the reason why he didn't get drafted mm -hmm. ahead of Tua and two or three other guys was that they thought he was too lackadaisical. Total? They yeah. thought he didn't. Oh yeah, care. right. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Football. That was the book on him coming out of college. He went in the first round, but after a couple of other quarterbacks. So that's his. He's proven exactly what they said. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was right. What Cam was just saying was right. Uh, what did, what did I always say? I was sorry. He was saying two of them got picked above him because the scouting report was that he really doesn't care. Right. Two lackadaisical. Lackadaisical. Okay, yeah. got you. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, and yeah. we're looking, and, and we just got just got informed, my um, guy, about the longest pass they threw yesterday was 17 yards for the whole game. So with I an know, arm like his. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, his <laughs> arm, yeah, he got a great arm. I mean, I Nobody put him, as far arm, as yeah. arms are concerned, and listen, I'm not saying yeah. that, that, uh, Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow in any way, shape, or form. I think he has the best arm out of those players as far as strength is concerned. I think Hubert is right underneath that as far as arm strength is concerned. And to be thrown for 17 yards with an arm like that pours us out of fucking control. I knew I wasn't bugging. Thank you for that information because when I'm watching the game, I'm like, why are they, why won't they throw it to the secondary? And I'm sitting there watching for 60 minutes and I won't see and I didn't see it. Last question before we end. Okay, so in response to Tom Brady's mediocrity comments, former 49ers quarterback Alex Smith said, Tom Brady played in the most uncompetitive division in NFL history. I mean, you come out of training <laughs> training camp in the biggest cupcake division. You got a ticket to the playoffs right away. Like, talk about mediocre. Do you agree? Former quarterback Alex Smith? Mm-hmm. He needs to watch Smith his mouth. Like, yeah, yeah, he need to. Yeah, I agree with me. Nigga, you know, nigga might smack. Mouth, nigga man. might just buy, buy a pair of white gloves to smack you with, nigga. You out of fucking control, <laughs> nigga. Yo, you, hey, look, 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 Cam, he's right about one thing. The division, the league, he was yeah, well, Oh, you played in that division, too. Uh, <laughs> they weren't any yeah, good. Yeah, well, you played oh, in that division. You was in that division. We ain't going to let you do that to Tom. And when the Dolphins went undefeated, I think they played against two teams with a winning record. No team in that division had a winning record then. But yeah. I like more. I, I'm going with Alex Smith. But I am going with Randy Moss and what Randy Moss said. Randy Moss said uh, uh, today, Randy Moss said, um, Brady, you're the reason for all of this stuff, all these quarterback rules and can't hit them here and can't hit them there. You, every time you got hit, you looked up at the referee and wanted a flag. So Randy Moss said, you're the last person to be, to be saying this. And that was Randy Moss who I know is friends with him because they had that great year together, you know, uh, undefeated until the Super Bowl, 50 touchdown passes. But Brady was, most of these quarterback rules was made because of Brady. They should have spoke up for Brady, though. It, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Well, you know, I don't, I, I, as I said, I ain't going along with Smith. So I don't, I'm mad at I'm mad at him and the Niners to, for them drafting him ahead of Rodgers uh, when they came out of college, you know, and, and Rodgers playing right across the bay at Cal Berkeley, they, everybody knew they should have drafted Rodgers, but they drafted uh, Alex Smith. But I paid attention today when Randy Moss said what he said. Do you agree? Do you agree that we're in the golden era of linemen? Golden area. A era of linemen of your yeah. offense, defense, defense, what do, what do defense. Think? Um, I you know I don't even know how to answer that question. You got some great athletes on defense now, um, great pass rushers. They, they could be as small as uh, a Von Miller, you know, if they got the speed to get around. You got Donald. I mean, who's ever been better than him? Uh, maybe, yeah, this is what he was saying. Maybe Randy White. Maybe Randy White, you know. Um, I, I don't know. I think the game is a different game. Athletes are different. 
it's hard for me to say that. I think in most sports, athletes are better trained and bigger and faster in general than they were in the old days. You know, I played in the old days and that's for every position cam, just in case you want to say something uh, other than running back, because I'd still be one of the bigger running backs and faster than all of them. Yeah, that's what he was trying to say. He said that a lot of future Hall of Famers are on a defensive lineman right now that are yeah, playing well, currently right now. You had some great athletes playing defense right now. Really terrific athletes and some huge guys who got speed. And, uh, yeah, I mean, look, just look at uh, uh, what uh, C.J. Watt and look at Bolsa and Watt and Von Miller. Yeah. And uh, and uh, the T.J. Boy Watts, uh, T.J. The boy at Cleveland, um, Jesus. I mean, he's probably the best athlete I've ever seen. See, I've ever saw playing, playing um, defensive end. I mean, he is big. He is fast. He is athletic. I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if if they had kept they had kept sack records back in Deacon Jones's day. They'd still be trying to catch Deacon Jones's record for sacks, but they weren't uh, taking him well, right there. But he was yep. a great athlete. Yo. Yeah. Alex Smith was the question. I don't know how the fuck yeah. we got the golden lineman of the fucking golden era lineman. I don't know how Randy Morse got involved in this shit. Alex I don't know how Randy Morse did 50 touchdowns with the Giants. I, I mean, with the uh, loss to the Giants. I don't know how we got to the 1972. And Michael Parsons. He, he got the 1972 yeah. undefeated Dolphins. Oh, when they wanted to do it. I wasn't born, oh. I wasn't born when that team was out. Alex yeah. Smith was the question. Alex Smith, you got a lot of fucking nerve. You first of all, you got Alex Smith. I know why you mad. You was a great, you was a really good quarterback. I think your record was, and off the top of my head, I ain't even do no homework on this. You was like nineteen or eighteen and one or twenty and one. Got hurt, missed five six games. Colin Kaepernick came in and took your spot off five six games. I felt bad for you back then because I was like. Damn, nothing. An NFL quarterback position is tough. Yeah. You can't even get hurt for two, three weeks because if they've gained momentum, then you're out. So you lost your job to Colin Kaepernick. Where do you go next? You go to Kansas City. Looks great. I think you had another record of some shit, 12 and 3, 12 and 2. It was spectacular. Who's waiting in the cut? Patrick Mahomes, man. Sorry, Alex Smith. Get up out of here. Then you go to the Redskins, I believe, and fuck your leg. Look, it's been fucked up for you, bro. And you got a really good record. Watch yeah. your mouth, man. Watch your mouth about Tom Brady because your shit ain't go right and you have potential to almost get there. You're probably one of the best game managers ever. Probably top two as far as if we're talking about quarterbacks who game management. You're one of the best. Who's up there with him? Um, I don't know, because I don't be watching game managers. <laughs> I ain't really with all that game management shit. Only reason I know is because I I, I was watching the 49ers that year. They did really well. Yeah. Then I was watching the Chiefs, and they're doing well. And I'm like, damn, this thing caught a bad break. So it's kind of like uh, Drew Blitzo. You know, same shit. Drew Blitzo was sitting there doing decent with the Patriots. He gets hurt. Who comes along? Tom Brady. Then where does he go? He goes to Dallas, plays for the Cowboys. Gets hurt. Who comes take his spot? Tony Romo. Tony Romo, pardon me, Drew Blisso, Alex, write a book together. Should it be dope? Yeah. Niggas, the niggas who took our spots. Kind them niggas that could have been records. Yeah, could have been. I like that. Could have been. Drewski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. 
Drewski, yo, Johnny Shikes, get them on Drewski's label. Could have been records. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was well, both number point, one picks. My, yeah. My point to you was I don't pay any attention to Alex Smith. Uh, <laughs> any criticism he would have of anybody. Randy Moss, I would pay attention to. No, you're that right. right? No, don't get it, don't get it fucked up. I'm listening to Randy Moss, especially. <laughs> Him playing with Tom Brady, you know, I was I was fucking around. That was one of the best seasons. They was they was almost on the way mm-hmm. to uh, beating uh, or tying. I'm not um, sure, but the seventy two, yeah, the seventy two Dolphins. You always talking them. We always well, mm-hmm. we as a society always talking about because they're the only undefeated team ever. They're right there and uh, good old Giants, man, put them out of business. Well, that's all the time we have for today. OJ, thank you for being Thanks, here. Thanks, Uncle. Oh, we love you, man. Appreciate <laughs> you again. Love y'all. Jet lag. Oh, make sure you drink that blueberry juice all week, man. Stay strong, I'm baby. You, blueberry juice is the best juice you can drink almost. All right, cool, man. Thank you. And thank all you. Right, guys. Bye. And thank you all for watching. As always, it is what it is. Uh, so it's too big next. Like when they doing them two for five.